2: When do you think the last time Rico Avery grew an inch? What do you think that was?
1: I don't know. No comment. That seems politically incorrect. <laughs> All right, guys. What episode is this? 11? 12, maybe? Let's
2: just do episode one of season two.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Episode one, season two. Uh, episode 201, we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, Back back in the booth. Haven't been here in a while. Uh, I've been on the other side of this table for a few days now. I just got back from my uh, trip home. But, yeah, ready to get started. Had the holidays. Hope you all had a good holidays, all the listeners, viewers out there. Uh, but, yeah, how were your holidays, Matt? It was busy. Uh, I'm not
2: going to lie. Uh, so me and my fiance, she's a Baltimore Ravens fan. So the week before Christmas, we went up to Baltimore for the – Hacker Baltimore Ravens game and then I flew home for a couple of days got all the snow that I wanted there I was pretty content with that came back home did Christmas with the future in-laws and that's pretty much it well snow you're not a big snow guy
1: I mean I lived in snow for 24 years yeah dude we, we when we went to Colorado man we uh we got dumped on over there Durango uh, it's kind of like the Southwest part of Colorado for those who don't know. Um, but it was crazy, man. We got my buddy's truck stuck twice. One was a lot worse than the other. The one time it sat there overnight, uh, until we finally, we were waiting for someone to come pull us out and we sat there for like an hour. I got a buddy that plows the roads up there, but, uh, yeah we waited for like an hour he's like all right well he's not coming he's getting late start to the day so we eventually started shoveling working our way out and then finally once we figured out that we could use gravity to our advantage that's when we got it figured out we got her unstuck but yeah a lot of fun um uh, flew up or flew to texas first spent some time with the family had christmas down there and then uh flew up to denver a good friend of mine actually uh my big bro in my fraternity. Uh, is up there, so we went and hung out with him. Shout
2: out Delta Tau Delta,
1: yeah. Anyways, so we went up, hung out there, uh, went bowling, because uh, we're big, big Lebowski fans, and then uh, went did you pa- roll on Shabbos? No, not on Shabbos. Good, at least uh, you learned something, yeah. But uh, yeah, we rolled as Walter, Donnie, and the dude. Donnie was out of his element the whole time. But anyways, we uh, we did that. I Hit a couple bars. Rode some scooters around Denver that night. Uh, I jumped a sweet eight stair on a bird scooter. Uh, that thing probably fell apart after that. No, it didn't. I didn't. I didn't really land it. I kind of fell off the back and uh, wheelied out of it. But split the load, so I hit the ground a little bit. But anyways, did that. Uh, we went to Winter Park. Rode some snowmobiles. Buried one of those things. Uh, the guy. You ever rode snowmobiles? Well, these snowmobiles, it turns out, are not built for powder. They told us that. They are like, do not go in powder. You will get stuck. Uh, don't go over 25 miles an hour. We were unguided, What they give you, like a, a trail rider? Dude, a two-seater. So a serious trail rider. A big old heavy dog. So two up. Yeah, dude. That thing was, uh, it was a grand touring is what they, what uh-huh. they referred to it as. And uh, they're like, don't go over 25 miles an hour. Stay on the trail, blah, blah, blah. As soon as we got out of there... Like sight, all three of us wide open. We we're rolling like fifty miles an hour down these trails, trying to pass these people who had no idea what they were doing on a snowmobile. I'm not saying I'm a pro at it, but I've ridden them a time or two. My friends had never ridden them, but they were just keeping up with me. And then I saw this big, nice little pasture area full of powder. and Some tracks run through it, and I'm like, man, they don't know what they're talking about when they say these things can't go through powder. They don't. They don't know if like. They can't go through powder, but I can. That's kind of what went through my head. And then and you buried it. Dude, so I got off in there and those things are so heavy and so hard to maneuver I couldn't steer. Like I finally like I was like going downhill. Finally got it wrapped around, coming back up the hill, buried, like fifty yards off the trail. And they were like, if you get stuck in powder, it's seventy-five dollars at least to get you out. So I was like, I'm not doing that. Immediately jumped off, started digging. Like my first day up in high altitude, so out of breath so quickly. Uh got my other buddy over there. He started to help me dig out, but he's never really ridden snowmobiles, so he didn't really know what to do, so I'm trying to coach him on what to do. Luckily, a couple uh legends on some 1990s Articats pulled up. There's always
2: were they wearing the obnoxiously green jackets they, as well? Actually,
1: one of them was. One of them yeah. was had a sweet, like a long, like dragon tail hat on. But he came over there and helped us pull out, like we uh you know, obviously picked the picked the track up, set it on some better snow. I took off. They gave me a little ski pole. Got out a little bit. Got about 10 yards. Stopped again. And then Matt's stomping at his dog. Our guest that was supposed yeah, to come on guess. canceled on us. Winnie. So Winnie is the guest today. Yeah. She, she was is. loudly drinking water. She's about to come uh, lick our knees now.
2: She'll probably throw up after that.
1: Great! I'll That's exactly it up. It's what right. I want in my apartment. I'll, but we'll have to finish this episode first. So. Yeah, I mean she'll be fine.
2: Anyways, yeah, we were honored and blessed to have this guest come on, but yet I get a
1: an honored and blessed.
2: I, I got a te- See, I almost swore, but I know you have to go back and.
1: Yeah, let's keep her. Let's keep her clean. This episode. Um,
2: I get not a text message, not a phone call. I get an audio message from our guest. Hey. An An audio message? He sent me an audio message. Too tired to type, huh? I guess. He must... Allegedly, I'm not going to... He said he was not feeling well. And he talked all this... He called me yesterday to make sure that today was the day. And like we were calling for times. And he just... He just... Bailed out. Bailed out. We were so honored and blessed to have him on, but... Dude's probably live and on then, TikTok right now. He probably is. <laughs> he goes by the C- the NASCAR, the CEO of NASCAR TikTok, which I think Vargas probably has a bone to pick with that. Yeah, friend of the program. I would say this person's a rival of the program now.
1: I don't know. We'll get him on here eventually. The we'll had to. It just gives us more uh, stuff to pick out of him. With.
2: Yesterday he calls me. Right. I talked to him a week prior. I said, do you want to break some news on the podcast? We'd love to break some news. He goes, I am ready at this moment to release plans for 2022. Well, maybe, maybe
1: something changed. And
2: and I said, that's great. We can do that. He calls me yesterday, and, he, and then he backtracked about 500 miles. and goes, well, you know, maybe. So he was like, maybe I'll come
1: out in two weeks after it's already come out. So. That's probably, I mean, that's understandable, but don't act like you're going to come on. I mean, you don't have to break news on the podcast if you don't want to. It's just, it'd be cool. I mean, it'd be cool, but I feel like it's not the best way to get the word out. But anyways. I mean, there's like 15 people that watch this. We get a handful. We almost got like a thousand downloads or whatever. Wow. Shout out to all of our loyal listeners and my mom. Yeah. And Nancy in Florida. Thank you, Nancy. But anyways, yeah, we got stuck, whatever. Had a good time. Went to Vail the next day. Hate that place. Can you Hate describe that it? that place. It's like fur jackets, uh, not a skier's town at all. Is it more rustic? No, it's like a Disney World where everything's oh. $25 at least.
2: Oh, so it's like Vegas without the casino. Dude, so
1: I, we got there late because we were coming from Denver and we... You know, we we're just tired, didn't want to get up, didn't want to do anything. Our, some of our friends from college were over there. So we drove over there. They Both my friends that I was staying with had an Epic Pass. So they got in for free, or not free, but it comes with their pass. Right. I had to pay $190 for a half day from noon to 4. What? Yes. And I, I was already there, so I'm like, I, I guess I'm just going to pay Did you get it. one of the group passes? No, that was for me. For me only. Jesus. And I felt so out of place because, like, I just got this come-and-go from the come-and-go shirt from the gas station the night before. With a K? Yeah. Nice. And you know, I just thought it was hilarious, so I rocked that over my hoodie, and I was wearing a ski mask because it was cold. and uh Like a full-on bomber ski mask? Like one that you would rob a convenience store with. Nice. So I was walking around Vale with all these rich folk and... uh with my ski mask on like i i didn't ever i didn't ever put it up when i was walking around because like i was honestly so angry I was like I, I want none of these people to like me or be my friend so i'm just gonna walk through here with my come and go shirt on and uh, <laughs> ski mask down but yeah we did that i mean it was okay riding i guess but i don't just the whole atmosphere of it there's no like town it's not a, it's not like a town it's like a disney world like there was two Lululemon stores. It was all resorts. Stores. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was just one big resort was all it was. Yeah. And, like, there was two Lululemon stores within 50 yards, and that really just, like, nice. made me, like... And it pissed me off, because, like, it's hard to walk anywhere. It's just so many people. But I would say 90% of them didn't have ski boots on or snow boots or anything. So, they're, they're literally just walking around, like, shopping, like they're... Posers. I mean... I don't even know Anyway, maybe mad. But then we got to go to Durango, which was good. The drive to Durango was intense. Uh, Drove over Wolf Creek Pass at night while it was dumping snow. (laughs) We're the only vehicle out there. We're the only one stupid enough to be driving over this pass with a thousand foot drop on one side. Please tell me you were in like a F-250. We were in a Toyota Prius. No, we were in an F-350. Four-wheel drive on. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Chains? No no chains, dog. Did you at least have some sandbags in the the back was filled with snow and my snowboard and whatnot. So, so but I mean, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't terrible. There was a point where it was so windy and the snow banks on each side of the road were so high. They were taller than the truck. So when the wind would blow, all the snow would just come on the road and you couldn't see anything like you couldn't see in front of the hood. So it was pretty intense. We heard a pretty nice Jake break. That was the only other vehicle out there it was this big old 18 wheeler going 15 miles an hour, had a hell of a Jake break on there. nice pop. You tell like there's some that are more of a growler. there's some that really get that pop, that pop big fan of those. We ended up watching a Jake break compilation later in the drive just cause we were so pumped up on that <laughs> one. Uh, and there were some nice ones on there. I think there's like a, a Jake break from hell video <laughs> on YouTube. Go check that one out. If you're in diesel mechanics, uh,
2: what an odd thing to just dude. It was videotape. just, it was
1: just what we were doing. It was a long drive. We were bored. Uh, Got the Drango, dump snow for two days, got to ride some powder. Uh, pretty much rode my buddy Murph the whole time because everybody else like just didn't want to go. Like they got sick or something. And then so it was me and my buddy Murph. He's a skier. I hit two trees. Not hard. I hit one fairly hard. Got a got a nice bruise and uh, bled a little bit from that one on my leg. Uh, the other one wasn't too bad. But yeah, good time. I what was going. your sweetest trick? Not much. The park setup, actually, I did get a, I hit a, it was a board slide, tail tap to fakie. You don't know what that is, but like you I go on there. I know what that is. So you go on there, you go board, so backside board slide, which is kind of the corniest Listen, trick of all time.
2: Everybody who grew up in the 90s at one point played Tony Hawk or something. So everyone yeah, has a No very one's really been doing this trick
1: in snowboarding until like the last five years is when I've seen it. But, like, you went up, and you go up, slide, come back, smack the tail, like you're going back to 50-50, and you're going to go to regular. But then you 180 back the other way, revert, and then land. Pretty pumped on that. There was some uh, guys so he, hiking the park, gave me a couple shouts on that one, so I was pretty pretty excited about that, being a uh, tourist, pretty much.
2: Hey, look, and, there's your boy.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have the Chili Bowl on, uh, so if Matt's distracted the whole time, it was all his idea.
2: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> It's not like it was on when I got here or anything.
1: Yeah, so that was my trip. But yeah, it is chili bowl season. Uh, That's Matt, where the
2: Rico comments came from. That wasn't just out of the blue. <laughs> I want to preface that now. That's
1: probably Rico good was call on.
2: Call. Rico was on TV when I said that he had. He just could have been talking about race. my dog,
1: Rico. He's not. He's probably he's a Great Dane, but he's not short. He's probably dog, near the same height in uh, dog terms. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> he's a huge great day anyways it's uh chili bowl season uh, we've been watching Matt have you been keeping up with the, the bowl
2: I have uh, this is one of my favorite times of year this is indoor season you know we just had yeah. Allentown for all of the uh, nor'easters if there are any out there that listen uh, I didn't see what happened up there but um, on the boardwalk up in Allentown that's, that's pretty the cool TQ race right that's the TQ midgets um, we got Chili Bowl on right now. A uh, friend of the program, J.J. Yaley, his prelim night is, well, by the time this gets out, no one, it's already going to be done, probably.
1: No, I'll have this, I'll have the audio up tonight. Um, I'll probably tweet about it in the morning, though.
2: Okay, well, J.J. races tomorrow night, Thursday night, for his prelim night. Uh, some notables. Kyle Larson got beat last night. Yeah, by, I
1: was I was gonna say that
2: a lot of people are very confused. They thought Michael Kofoid and Buddy Kofoid were two different people.
1: I did not think that, but I also keep up with racing. Quite people a bit, out so. there,
2: I mean, he wasn't like everyone's very like shocked that the national midget champion.
1: Yeah, I wasn't really too surprised. Twenty twenty one beat Kyle Larson. I'll be honest, I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, I thought he'd be close. I think he's a serious threat to win the whole thing this year. Honestly, I mean his car looked good. He was fast. All he set a new track record in his heat race. Yeah. too.
2: Um, I am very partial to Jason McDougal. I just think he's a wheel man and he is yeah, the high points have, man on Wednesday here.
1: Does he have the equipment to run to get the win on Saturday? I mean, you gotta have a good car. Tell.
2: He was the one last year that almost broke JJ's record. Yep. Of going through the alphabet soup. But uh, there's some interesting stuff that went on last night. Drivers meeting today, uh, the notable. Well, it was last night, the drivers meeting, the uh, race director said, listen, the drivers want to fight, let them fight. Makes me more money. Just do it between turn three and turn one or turn. Was it? Yeah. Turn three and turn turn one on the racetrack. Take all your stuff off. Go fisty cuffs like real men, like, like they're and, like hockey. In hockey.
1: That'd be sick. I want. The, I, goes,
2: because that's a safe place. We'll let you fight to the ground, or unless someone uh, has an unfair advantage, like you can't be, you can't be like Jerry Coon Jr., who's about fifty-five years old, beating up on Gavin Bochel, who's like thirteen. Yeah, they're not gonna <laughs> let that happen. Uh, but you know, if it's two guys who just love talking trash to each other and. Uh, They said, have at it on the racetrack. Don't do it on the staging area. And guess what happens last night? This kid drives over his head two or three times. He gets black flagged, gets sent to the pits because he made two guys flip. It was. So I found out about this on the way here. It wasn't one of the crew guys who fought. It was a guy whose prelim night was tomorrow night. Who was talking trash to this kid and then got into a fight with one of the the Keith Coons Motorsports crew guys. Man, that's
1: kind of ridiculous. Like that guy should get thrown out, dude. He like, did. W-
2: so the driver that is his prelim night is tomorrow. Got ejected from the event and is not <laughs> able to race idiot.
1: in the Chili Bowl. What an idiot, dude! Like that's that guy deserves that. Like what? Like just trying to be a part of the drama, I guess. But yeah, desperately, I wish NASCAR had those rules. I'm just got, like, if I ever get in a fight, like if I there's want to if like there's if
2: NASCAR instilled that and you wanted to go fisticuffs, who's the one person you'd want to go
1: fisticuffs with? Like, uh, if you had to pick one in the Xfinity series, I'd, in the I Xfinity know, Xfinity I'd series. probably <laughs> I want to win this fight by a lot. So, probably the skinniest dude, I get, oh like, it's like the skinniest small so you're not,
2: you're not going be against Macho Man BJ McLeod.
1: No, I probably would, and BJ would not fight me. He's too nice of a guy. <laughs>
2: I know he is really nice. I mean, <laughs> he, you don't want to go after you don't want like, to go after Jeffrey Earnhardt because he was a, uh, a UFC fighter, not UFC, but he, I think he fought in Bellator. Really? Didn't I think I. he did like a fight.
1: Then maybe I yeah, try to fight him because if I win, and then it's cool.
2: Yeah, but if you lose, I should have. Yeah. I mean, is there someone smaller than you that you are confident that you could mollywop?
1: Uh, Riley Herbst. You think so? Yes. I think he's got a little, like... He might have some reach on me, but he's very small. I was thinking, like, a a Will Rogers. He's a really small dude. I just don't think he'd be one to fight. I think you'd have to find, like... I mean, no one's going to fight if they know they're going to lose. Right. So, like, it would have to be a good one. But, like, I I think it would be sick, like, if, like, two dudes got out of the car and, like, threw the gloves off like they do in hockey. Yeah, and then (laughs) circled, just, like, circled each other. like how they grab onto the shoulder, like the fire suit has that good little cuff right down the shoulder. Yep. You can get a good hold of that thing and just start wailing if you want to. Just go to town. That would be awesome. I like, mean, just, like, just imagine like the infield at, at Daytona. That, just right in, the middle, right in the middle. like <laughs> Bristol. Bristol would be lit. Bristol would be crazy. But the you, I feel like just in the grass would be sick. Yeah. And it would take, take the people a lot longer to get there. So you could, might do that before they ever instill the rules.
2: I think you almost have to bring in a second announcer <laughs> to announce the fight to announce the fights, like bring in Jim Ross from the WWE or whatever he's doing now.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be, I don't know, it'd be cool. Be, that'd be awesome. NASCAR, yeah. take notes. Yeah, dude, definitely instill the fight rule. Like, I mean, let as long as it's just the drivers, if a crew guy touches a driver, I think they should get kicked out for like two races and get yeah. fine.
2: So me being a pit crew guy, I guess I'm still a pit crew guy. Um, I'm probably going back pitting this year. I got some some bills I got to pay. Some
1: irons in the fire.
2: Yeah, I got to pay for a wedding, so I need to make some money. But as a pit crew guy, like, I was assigned to teams, right? I have no loyalty to
1: these people. Yeah. I don't care. I've had other... It's more the road crew guys, I feel like. Right.
2: I have had incidents, I have been around incidents where I've been on a truck team at, like, Martinsville... And they're like, go protect the driver. Like, Be like don't break down the pit box after the race. Go straight to the truck and just stand in front of it. I'm like, I'm I'm literally just gonna step to the side. If someone wants to do something, yeah. they're gonna do something. I I, I don't I'm get paid I face. don't get paid any extra money to defend a driver I do not care about.
1: Yeah, next time one of those crew chiefs or something says that to a pit crew, like a contract pit crew like that, they should say like look at something. I got an extra hundred bucks. Like you, if have it's to, an extra hundred bucks, I'm willing to do. Yeah, you got to fight then. Yeah, and it's, I mean, they really should do that because if they give you the hundred bucks, then you're gonna sell out. You're gonna fight. You're gonna I'm be going like uh, full, Randy Marsh in South Park. Yeah, full. <laughs> I ain't hear no bell yard sale.
2: <laughs> I'm diving over deck lids. Hell yeah! I'm cursing people's
1: names. Yeah, that would be that would be sick. I see. I think you no. Know, similar to the to, to hockey again. You know. And there's a brawl, goalie will fight the goalie.
2: Goalie fight. So that'd be Gasman, I think. Yeah, Gasman just in the full just, helmet, the bib, fighting.
1: full Gasman yeah, fight with the bib on. Yes, that'd be awesome. That would be must watch TV. I would just think like every single week. Like it'd be like two teams like they don't really know each other. Like who here's the tire guy? Like the tire guy just trying to throw hands. Hasn't swing the uh the tire <laughs> gauge around like nunchucks.
2: <laughs> One of the front the front changers are both just carrying uh grenades. Yeah. Just walking around. <laughs> Dude, that'll be awesome. Full feel- on anchor man, like everyone lines up and you just you just pick the guy
1: across from you and you're like yeah. We're gonna do this, dude. I uh, don't the, the 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 tire guy with the tire gauge. Like I see him like doing like the, <laughs> like, the like the whipping it off his back and like between his armpit, like that. That'd be so sick. Yeah, we should implement that rule NASCAR. I don't know you. I know you don't listen to this podcast, but uh, they for surely do not. If someone here podcast. has uh, connects with NASCAR, y'all should let them know the the new rules. I know they just came out with the rules update today, but maybe tack a little a few more on there.
2: Rear changers just
1: chucking lug nuts. <laughs> Sniper style, like they go climb on someone else's box. Yeah. <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs>
2: that would be so intense.
1: But um, the spotters are rolling down the stands. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> that could be the goalie fight. The spotters up at the
1: spotter stand, and they just like <laughs> somehow get into the crowd, and they're just all, yeah. that would be amazing. They could be uh, bouncing off the chain link fences at the top of the, at the top of the spotter stand like wrestlers, yeah. giving them the clothesline. That would be awesome. That would be the best thing in the world. But because yeah.
2: then you wouldn't be picking pick crew guys on solely their ability. You'd be I, you'd be picking them on their fight prowess.
1: Yeah, and it's like, honestly, I think it would be so entertaining just to just let the drivers fight. Like, if the Hemrick-Gragson fight could have went on, I know they're teammates now, but if they, if that could have went on... That would have been awesome. That would have been a good one, dude. Like, Hemrick, like, low-key just dodged that jab and then came back and got him. And then like, a, then like not even like a crew guy, just like a guy, like a, like a PR guy grabbed him. And then Gregson got a punch in while they were holding right. him. And
2: that's, that's the stuff that sucks, sucks yeah. is when
1: like, so, so in this situation, Noah
2: Gregson's crew guy grabbed Hemrick and made him totally indefensible. And then Noah gets a clean shot in. And then everyone's like, Noah won that fight.
1: No, dude, I I still say no because Hemmer got a solid. You get that? I'm just I'm just telling you dad. what the people think. I like Daniel. He's the champion. So, yeah, he won the battle, but he ain't win the damn war. Like Truex said. <laughs> hey, what are you drinking out of over there? Uh, sweet ass cup, Bailey Curry Racing cup. I left the card over there. We haven't got ours yet, so we'll hold off on this ad read for next time. Oh, well, that was the perfect segue. It was a good segue. I mean, you could just say, like, oh, what's in your cup every episode? I'm like, oh, in this cup? This XYZ custom cup? Is that what it
2: is? No. Oh. Uh, So I guess, hey, wait till next week. We'll finally
1: have an ad read for you. I'll be like, oh, my God. They're going to start doing ads. We're done listening. Oh, no.
2: They're monetizing their their I'm
1: pretty sure I found a a link on the podcast host website I use. It says monetize. And I think just put your podcast up for like ad like. Yeah. So people can do ad reads. Yeah. So I, I might be trying to do that. I'm trying to get that bag. I'm Wait, trying to. Winnie, what have you found? Trying to buy that Gucci belt. You know what I'm saying? Not really. Why? Because it'd be hilarious. What if I walked across a stage at Daytona with like a, a Gucci belt on over my fire suit? That'd be awesome. That'd be so corny. Do you want to talk about your new fire suit? Yeah, my Fort Worth screen printing. I just got it. It's at Stitch ninety eight right now, getting the logos put on for the Fox Sports shoot. Getting to do that for the first time. I always thought like those things were so funny. I'm pretty pumped to do it, but like now you've made it. I don't know what to do. Like when they're like turn, turn, and turn and do a gesture. Like I
2: mean, if you go to Getty Images and look at Bailey Curry, some of the pictures on (laughs) there.
1: I can't believe they posted some of those on there. There's one that is so, so bad. It looks like I am blacked out drunk. <laughs> like, it is terrible. Like, the way I'm standing, like, the way my face, like, I was, like, clearly yeah, between faces.
2: There's one that my fiance has seen. She goes, is he shitting his pants?
1: <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. She,
2: she legitimately looked at me in the in the eyes and said, "Is does he have a dump in his pants?
1: what it looks like dude like because i'm like all like kind of slunched over holding my helmet all awkwardly too so what do you do with your
2: old fire suits
1: um i might send this one back to belmont uh they got it for me last year they kind of have a little spot over there on their wall in their belmont classic cars dealership uh are you gonna wash it i need to i don't think i've washed it since uh phoenix that's um, it didn't really stink though
2: but maybe that's more authentic. Winnie's not impressed, you hear that?
1: Yeah, I know. She was kinda bummed on the fact that I hadn't watched it yet, but yeah. I was just so like I don't even remember what I did the first oh the first weekend after the season I cleaned my house like crazy. But I was just trying to chill. I just threw that bag in the in the garage, aka my guest bathroom, and uh That toilet is, is so is gross. It? I I cleaned it the other day. You did? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's not, it's not that bad. You're, you're making it out like it's a, a not okay when there's like an off brand loves truck stop bathroom. You're making it sound that bad. What is an off brand loves like a truck Hearts? stop? A truck stop that's I'm what I'm saying is like a truck stop that's not, you know, one of the big three loves uh, pilot, pilot, and Buc-ee's. uh, flying J. Bucky's isn't a truck stop, they don't know how big trucks there really. Yep,
2: wow. Morning, you didn't you know. know that? Uh, listen, I I go to Bucky's for where I I want. I don't care about and other. You never people.
1: noticed? There's no eighteen wheelers there. I mean,
2: now that you now that you mention it, yeah. But I know one of my first stops for Daytona will in
1: fact be at Bucky's. What are you gonna get? Probably some Beaver Nuggets. People overhype those. Like I'm from Texas, and I'm like Beaver Nuggets are just. I honestly didn't even have. I'd never had Beaver Nuggets. Well, I guess until I moved away from Texas, and people were like, "Oh my God, Beaver Nuggets at Bucky's," and I'm like, "Dude, chill out."
2: Um, for me, it's more the uh, the tacos, the breakfast tacos. Tacos
1: are good. They got the keto cups. Jesus, we're still on this. I'm back on it, dude. I was I was off the diet hard over the break. I I was eating like a, like I was getting paid to, but. Now, uh, now I'm back on it. Been even hitting the gym lately. So, yeah, Season's I mean, I, I have a gym in my house now, so that's nice, honestly, because it's really it's nice. cold walking down to my apartment gym. I drove there the other day, and it's like a hundred yards away, but it's that that's cold, pitiful. I w- I was going ru- to work out. So why don't gonna- you
2: run there? It'll get your blood your blood flowing.
1: Because it's not that far of a run, so I just look like a fool. So why don't you take the long way? Yeah, but then I'm gonna be cold. Don't try to tell me what to do. I'm not telling you what to do. Anyways, yeah, but I've been back on the diet, back working out again, but uh, trying to lose a little bit more weight. I don't want to get like crazy skinny or nothing. But I've been thinking how I'm gonna uh, bulk up for this NASCAR weigh, and I think I'm gonna have to go off the diet for that morning. And I mean, I'm gonna you know go what to, you gotta do. Right? I'm going to that Cracker Barrel like, right by there by Daytona, and I'm eating everything. I'm gonna yep. eat so much and then drink two gallons of water. No, here's what you do,
2: right about five, ten minutes beforehand, just bust out a hundred straight push-ups. That's not going to make me weigh any more. Oh, you, why do
1: you want to weigh more? Because if you weigh more, then your car can weigh less. Oh, that's right.
2: I thought you were saying, like, for the shoot. No, no, like no. Like, you want to look ripped for the I shoot. I might do that, though. might <laughs> have to hit that foot. Honestly, you know what you should do? The night before, like, pig out, wake up in the morning, drink as much milk as
1: possible. So I could throw up at the... So when I turn around that, that light the corner with all the lights, I just yak. Like, I
2: mean, do you have to get buck naked
1: for this? For the weigh-in? Yeah. Uh, underwear. Pull a little... No socks. Pull a little pull a weight down there. I was honestly thinking I I walked past this bucket of wheel weights in the shop the other day, and I was like, damn, I could just tape these to all around my legs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But you need something to cover it so it doesn't look like Well, white. I have boxers on. But it, they're going to see the outlines. I'll wear
1: loose box. I'll wear, like, not briefs, but, like, real boxers. Uh,
2: when was the last time you've actually worn, like, boxers,
1: boxers? Uh, whenever I'm out of briefs. And I haven't done laundry in a while.
2: I feel like I haven't worn legit boxers since my sophomore year
1: of high school. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Good to know your underwear habits, Matt. Uh, 100%. But, yeah, I was thinking, like, I don't, there's no way I can drink two gallons of water before this thing.
2: No, but you can definitely drink a gallon.
1: I'm gonna drink a gallon and eat as much as I can, and then probably just go throw up in a porta potty afterwards.
2: Yeah. Uh, get a a pin for your uh, clamp that thing shut so you don't. Oh okay, yeah, so I don't.
1: Yeah, so I'm not peeing while I'm standing on the scale. Yeah, I I might not even make it to the porta potty or the Daytona bathroom and be like. I'm gonna get done weighing, and I'm like, y'all got a bathroom? And they just hear. <laughs> <laughs> can you come weigh in again? No, I got a no. thing. Sorry, <laughs> I got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I gotta, I gotta interview. I gotta go do. Sorry, I can't weigh in. Yeah, I actually do weigh 200 pounds. Um, see y'all later. Bye. Yeah, that'd be. I don't think I'm able to get up to 200, but I, if I'm in the 160s weight bracket, and maybe if I can lose enough weight and get down to the 150, I can. Get up to a one Like if I get to a high one fifty, I know I can get up to a one sixty weight bracket. If I can get to a one a high one fifty and get to the one seventies weight bracket, I'm doing something right. What are you cruising at right now? I weighed myself at the shop today. I mean, I I had a jacket and work pants and everything. I weighed like one sixty five.
2: Damn.
1: We're working on it. We're working on it. Ooh, Sammy Swindell. Sammy in Swindell's deep. in the D feature. He got in a wreck in his heat race.
2: Well, I mean, he's gonna make the A main anyway. Ow. They always put him in.
1: Oh, provisional?
2: Uh, past champions provisional. Yeah. He has one of the greatest sound bites I've ever heard at the Chili Bowl. I'm I'm sorry, but you're going to have to bleep this out because I'm going to say it. All right. Uh, he got wrecked or dumped a couple years ago uh, by some no-name. Like Sammy flipped. He gets out of the car, gives him the double birds. They interview him on the ramp. And uh, he, classic quote, he goes, Piece of <laughs> shit. <Fuck>
1: that guy. <laughs> he
2: called him a pisser.
1: Like, what is that? I don't know, dude. dude he had another good quote in a sprint car race, and he just talked about like how kids just paying for rides, and he's like, "Oh, you need a damn pit pass, and you can come drive." <laughs> it's like you could hear like the in his voice how mad he was and how wound up he was. It was so good. I mean, but he nothing- also, then he had a steer- his steering wheel came off, and then he popped it back on and kept going. Yeah, well dudes. A- it's a legend. If I could ever run a Chili Bowl like dream team, I'd want to run for Swindell's. Their cars just look cool.
2: Get out your pocketbook.
1: Yeah, I mean, I pretty much Sevi's going to stay in the thirty nine until until someone. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't think Sammy stops for like forever. I mean, Sammy's getting old. He is getting old, but I don't think he's going to stop. But we've said that with, for the
2: last five years. I mean,
1: without Kevin racing, I don't think he'll stop. Right. I think if Kevin was still racing, he'd been done a long time he ago. He'd have been done already.
2: Well, dead air, I guess. Um, so you made an announcement
1: in our break. Yeah, I guess that was a pretty big thing. To- uh you just want to walk through the steps? Yeah, I guess. You so, want to talk about it? Yeah. I'm Give these people for, running for Johnny Davis this year and Xfinity yep. full time. Give these people a full S- signed a contract the and scenes. everything. Are you gonna let me talk? Well you asked me to tell the story right, and then I keep talking. I'm, I keep go, just talk just you good say now? what you want to say, dude.
2: Give these people behind the scenes look at what silly season is for a driver. All right. And their guy that handles most of their stuff.
1: Yeah, all right. Basically, uh I mean it all started I guess you could say it started this year, but really I made my first introduction to Johnny in twenty eighteen. Uh, I walked up in his trailer at Homestead and told him I wanted to drive for him. Obviously, I was pretty much a no-name at the time. Didn't have much credibility. Is that when you were driving for BJ? No. I only drove for BJ one time. Oh. It was the same year, though. I drove, this is I was the private for, car. Yes, I was driving for JP Motorsports, a uh, short-lived team. And uh, I remember that team had actually hit the wall in practice the day before. Oh. And that was, like, the first thing he says, like, didn't you hit the wall today? And I was like, no, I didn't. I hit it yesterday <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I talked to him for a little bit. I think I went down and talked to him in the shop later in that year, like December or something. Obviously nothing really came of it back then. Uh, but we kind of stayed in contact the whole time. Uh, talked to him throughout the years and, uh, a seat opened up at Richmond last year. I went and drove for him. I guess did an okay jobs. So they had me back and, uh, did even better in the next few. And he kind of told me, he's like, look, let's, let's start looking at the next year. And, uh, so we started looking at the next year. And so we, what we put together. And, uh, I mean, I've been talking about working in a shop this whole time. And obviously that's the one I was working in. I feel like anybody in the industry kind of felt like it was obvious, uh, of, that I was going to go drive over there. I had people asking me like with four races left in the season, if I had signed a contract over there, like in the garage, but yeah, we got it done right there before Christmas. Pretty nice little early Christmas present. Uh, signed a contract. Uh, first time I've ever done that for a race team, which was kind of neat. Uh, you're paid, like you get paid to drive a race car. Yeah, I'm getting paid millions of dollars. Uh, not really, but, but I
2: mean, it's a it's a milestone. It it is it is. It is one, it's really cool. You gotta think you're one of the few drivers to actually get paid for their services. Right. Which a lot of people these days can't say.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, that's true. I mean, I I'm not. I, I wasn't going to be the one to say that, but yeah, it's definitely neat and it's cool. Uh, that car's from Texas, anyways. Yeah, it
2: looks real good. Just riding outside, leading in the, in the junk. Uh, leading the leading the D main. Congratulations! I want to be on your pre lane at
1: all shootouts. Shut up.
2: In a six hundred, probably a restricted.
1: It wasn't restricted, and it wasn't a hundred.
2: Yeah,
1: probably with a wing on it too. It wasn't weighing on. Dude, I was ripping. It was like, it was like. So, you're just literally. It was like asphalt track. No, it was like asphalt track conditions. They had to lift. But I like damn near left the field. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, but yeah, I've worked a deal out with Johnny. have been working on race cars since uh, end of Phoenix. Uh, coming together really nice. We've built a couple really, really nice pieces. Our Speedway cars pretty much together. Um. But it's, it's looking good. Our Speedway car is going to, back to the body shop to have a couple tweaks done to it. Uh, my intermediate car that I ran last year, we completely stripped down, sandblasted, painted, painted the body, painted all. Of the, I mean, Wayne's done an incredible job with the suspension and making it look brand new again. Uh, I've been doing my part in the interior and other areas of the car, try to make it look pretty. Uh, it might be the prettiest race car I, I ever drive in my life. I have ever driven, or will ever, not ever drive, but have ever driven in my life. I can just sit there and just stare at that thing sometimes. Uh, got a short track car coming together the same way, just as nice. So I'm really excited for the year. Are you going to be good? declaring points? Yeah, obviously. I mean, if I'm running all, Xfinity, all the Xfinity races, why? Well, I mean.
2: Is your, is your main focus, obviously your main focus is Xfinity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are you going to dabble
1: outside? We'll see if the opportunity uh, arises and it works out for myself and, and Johnny and doesn't take anything away from our Xfinity program. Yeah, I'd definitely like to. Uh, if I can, honestly, if I can find a truck ride for IRP, that's like the one off the Xfinity schedule that like I want to go do. Because I just want to feel like one of the old school guys driving from the right. big track to the little track.
2: Not many people do that anymore.
1: No one does. I mean, no one's done that since they raced at IRP. Yeah. So do you want to talk about more back-end stuff? What's that?
2: My portion of it?
1: I mean, I guess.
2: (laughs) So when he says he's got stuff to announce, someone has to write the press releases and do the graphics while on their Christmas break, taking time away from their families. No, I was just sitting there. Wrote up a press release for him. Kind of had to double check everything. Sent it over to the JD Motorsports camp. And it turned out to be just identical to what they wrote.
1: <laughs> Yours uh, was so good they used it. Was we- no, it was
2: weird. No, it's just weird how that happens. Is right? that
1: Ryan Tim? No, I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, just
2: attention. you know, just shit on the portion that I do for you. It, it seems to be a recurring hey, it looks like a little kid. <laughs> around here that the stuff that I do for you doesn't go. Oh my August. god, here we go again. And it's just, you know, let's just go race cars.
1: Let's not do anything on the back end. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it. The, the funny thing was is when we put out the announcement, I was in Colorado with my friends. So I was, like, doing an XM interview, and my buddies are sitting on the couch, like, giggling because I'm, like, walking. I don't know, I pace when I do, inter- like, interviews, and I'm on the phone in general a lot of the time. So I'm, like, walking up and down the living room and they're just giggling like snapchatting me because i mean they're not in nascar obviously so i just think it's hilarious but uh yeah that was fun i i did this one interview my buddy's a huge uh turned into a pretty big hippie living in uh he's from denver or lives in denver now so i did this one zoom interview and i had like a grateful dead poster like behind me a huge uh jeff bridges big lebowski poster behind me. and it was a zoom one yeah and he put That's it on professional YouTube. I, That's there nice. was where else where else was i supposed? was i supposed to go
2: i don't know not in front of a grateful dead poster singing casey jones it was a little
1: i mean it's a little flavor for the interview yeah so Riving the train down the track <laughs> high on cocaine it was uh it was definitely kind of funny but yeah, no, it's really cool. I'm really excited for the year with JD. Hopefully, we can uh, if we can sneak our way into the playoffs, that's... Uh, Especially that, with the field this year. That'd be like uh, winning a championship for us. So, And I think we can do it. I think we had the speed last year, and we're only making our cars better and uh, carrying some momentum into next year. Mile-and-a-half program was incredible last year and uh, built a new short track car this year. So, I Are think you going to be too.
2: disappointed with a 25th place finish this year? Yeah. Because last year, you kind of look at your first half, 25th was a good day
1: cuz we broke every week.
2: I mean, you'll get that. But I'm just saying stepping up from where you were last year, you're elevating not only equipment, but you're now elevating your you know, your checklist.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean as I feel like everyone should, you know, uh, in racing you're always trying to do better and uh get to that next level. So even if, I mean, Kyle Larson won a championship this year and won 10 races or whatever, but I'm sure next year he wants to win 15 and win two championships. So I always want to do better. Us racers are greedy. I always want more success, so. Yeah. Man, oh man. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me uh, on the announcement side. I know Matt's been prying at me to announce it on here, but I just felt like it was better to follow up on here.
2: Yeah, but it gave people the, you know, the will to come back and see if what they yeah, actually yeah do talk
1: it. about it yeah yeah, so that was definitely cool. I was a uh, smiling from ear to ear the whole time after the whole day. Oh wow, they're trying to get each other under caution. Uh, ever since I signed that contract, so this is the
2: C main. So I mean, it's not out of the realm of
1: stupidity. But uh, I'm going to a Daytona this weekend.
2: Yeah, uh, long time. Friend of the program since the beginning and before that. Way yeah, before way that.
1: before that. Guy. Uh, he's using my fire suit. He uh a company names on this car. Mr. John Garrett doing. And this, on this and hat. on that hat. Uh, making some laughs in our car How about that? Daytona. Uh, pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to go down there, hang out with him. Uh, try to give him any pointers I can. I'm not the, you know, I'm no star at Daytona, but. Honestly I I feel like drawing yeah, around. your
2: your last trip at Daytona didn't go very well.
1: Yeah, no, I crashed.
2: And the one before that.
1: I only went there well, I guess I ran the road course this year. Oh, oh you I didn't, didn't, you the didn't do race. the second race. Yeah. That's
2: right. That was still uh
1: somebody else. And honestly that race was going really good until my brakes pretty much exploded in the rear and I had no brakes after that. You'll get that. But uh, yeah, excited to go I'm mean, honestly excited to go back down to Daytona. Um Hang out. Daytona's a fun little town down there. If y'all have never been, it's definitely a, a good experience outside just the racetrack. You know, it's a good racetrack, good, exciting atmosphere there as well. You can go to Biggins. But uh, lots of fun places down there on the beach too. So, no, I don't know what Biggins is. It's a plus-sized strip club. Oh, huh. no, I probably won't make it over there. Ah. Uh, staying at the plaza. Oh, you're staying at the plaza? Yeah. Can't hide money. It's pretty cheap right now, <laughs> it's only expensive during race weekends yeah it's yeah it's it's, a your av- av- it's your average priced hotel right now
2: but it's i I love that place because it's,
1: it's January, and so many memories made at the plaza, yeah it's definitely a cool little hotel i have, it's I right basically there across from everything
2: I basically had a residency there last year, yeah, <laughs> um so I did the two weeks of the twenty four hours of Daytona. And then took a week off And then was back there for two
1: weeks Again so I was there for a month You make your way over to Coyote Ugly Or um, the one I was, place That's got like the area code is the name uh, Oyster Pub Oyster Pub yeah, yeah that place is pretty cool too It's got good food Good food good atmosphere Yeah, uh, We went to some Is it the bar it looks like a house Yeah, That's the one that's got like the area code name Or it did I don't know if it's still there
2: but I I did a lot of, well, not a lot of, just relaxing next to the pool.
1: Yeah. it's Did you do any surfing? No, it was too cold. I'm trying to, not this weekend. I want to get into surfing, kind of. Part of me does. Part of me doesn't want to get eaten by a shark either, though, so I get scared. You're more likely to be trampled by a cow than to be bitten by a shark. Uh, not if I don't go near cows. If I go near sharks and don't go near cows, I'm much more likely to get eaten by, or not eaten, Maybe eaten, but definitely, you know, an arm bit off by a shark. Then especially you could be, surfing, dude. Then we could call you the one-armed bandit. Yeah, then I probably won't be as good behind the wheel of a race car then either. Yeah, just get one of those cool Especially, hooks. but dude, surfing, like, especially if you're out there, like, you know, waiting on a wave or whatever, and you're sitting on the board with your legs out, that's like the worst, like, that's the easiest way to get bitten by a shark. Because you look like a seal from underneath. I think, I saw you're, it in, I think in your fear documentary is irrational. One.
2: I Speak, think your fear is totally irrational.
1: Speaking of surfing, I watched that movie "Surfs Up" for the first time while I was gone from the pod. Great movie, Shia like, LaBeouf and Jeff Bridges. Oh, you never seen that movie? Nope. It's the one about the penguin that surfs. No, banger, dude! Probably one of the best animated movies I've ever seen, besides Akira, maybe. But you know nothing about that. Toy Story, now, Akira, Akira is actually the best animated movie. Mike it? Nolan's Long Weekend, Mike Nolan that's not a movie though that's a That's a, maybe Chuma Island 3 denou- Denouement <laughs> that's a movie because that thing's an hour long
2: yeah put that thing up on a pedestal
1: yeah for those who have listened to this podcast we've clearly listened or mentioned a big Les show multiple times and if you haven't watched it yet and you're you know ages 30 to 20 check it out it's pretty 30 funny 30 to 20 maybe 25 to 20 <laughs> or 20 why to why are 25. you going yeah why are you going top to bottom because I'm different bro I'm built different. <laughs> Sweet, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I really got off on a crazy tangent right there. Yeah, that was not good. It's all right, dude. Some of the best podcasts I listen to are just are like that. We're just riffing, you know. It's just riffing. That's what they. That's what the big leaguers call it. The big, the big pod, uh, big pod industry. Calls Sometimes it riffing. I'll
2: start a sentence and even I don't know where it's going. But I hope it finds its way.
1: That's where I was at with the surf's upcoming. I was yeah. like, I have no idea where this is going.
2: So what do you expect to see out of your buddy, friend, confidant,
1: uh, John Garrett at the test? I mean, it should, it should go good. I mean, as long as, you know, car and everything doesn't break or anything, which I, I mean, don't expect it to. Like, I was talking to someone the other day, and I honestly feel like driving around Daytona, if you're by yourself – Pretty easy. It might be easier to drive down seventy seven. Might be easier than driving down seventy seven at five o'clock in Mooresville.
2: Probably. I mean, you're not going to go as fast.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely the, the feeling of speeds there. The the first time you go, like, I remember my first lap at Daytona, even by myself, is like you're zinging, like you're you're going down the back. You get come off pit road, come around there, you're like, holy cow, this place is huge. You finally get off turn two, pull up on the racetrack, and it seems like turn three is like ten miles away, and you're just looking at this wall in front of you, this turn. And you go down there and you do it the first one, which doesn't feel so bad. Because you're not really up to speed, and then you come down the front straightaway and you go into turn one and you're like, wow, we're we're cooking now. Even out of the draft, I mean, you're going 170, 180 miles an hour, right? And that things uh, that full song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not hitting the chip or anything, but uh, well. it's more it's like. Especially an arc car the Elmore's like bah! just super monotone the whole way. But you're still going fast and you're feeling the bumps and
2: I mean it's honestly probably a better experience than the Richard Petty racing experience.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Because I mean you can still you can make mistakes. Like if you get on the apron too hard, you're probably gonna crash.
2: Is uh is John gonna make a start or is this kind of I don't know.
1: I think he's kinda seeing how it goes and then uh he'll make a decision from there. Are you um, to I mean? so are you full on driver coach. I guess so, dude. I mean, like, like I said, they told him there's not much to coach. I mean, if you're out there by yourself, I'd say hold it wide open, hold a steady wheel, keep your arms as still as you can. Don't hit the apron. Because Friday
2: is single car, like, or is it Friday or Saturday?
1: It's well, he's going out Saturday, but I mean, you could draft either day. Oh, because I thought Friday was usually
2: they knock out all the people trying to get approved for super speedway stuff
1: no i mean a lot of people do both use both days to do that i mean like at certain cars i mean like especially like at, like an andy with uh go when you got 15 20 what, people track? trying to yeah, go like through you're three a, cars you're getting a ton of people in a handful of cars uh, trying to get their approval i
2: loved back when nascar actually made you start that race that's when they had 40 cars because yeah. it was all a bunch of one-offs Trying to get approved for the truck race that was next week.
1: And to put on a good show because then you had the clash right after. Right. So uh, someone in the stands got a really, really good show. Two good races uh, right there back to back.
2: Oh Yeah, we got an email this morning.
1: Oh, some some clash news?
2: Some uh, 845. Confidential until 9 a.m. We had to sit on this information for 15 minutes that the Daytona
1: 500 is
2: completely sold out.
1: That was awesome. I was super pumped to see that, honestly. I mean, I mean it it's When's be the last nice. time a race has sold out, especially this early? Uh, Phoenix. Oh yeah, Phoenix did sell out, didn't it? Yeah. But before that A long time. Especially COVID. Ooh, that's that's big right there. Especially like since COVID. That's not good. Uh so I don't know. I'm I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped for the clash. I saw they, they almost had the the racetrack for the class. I mean, on I'm I not racing. pumped for the. I'm not pumped. I am. For the you're not because pumped because you got to go. I'm you're the the that's sitting here. It. I'll be sitting right on that couch right there, or maybe down at KB oh, watching no. it. Oh,
2: Travis hill has got a left rear flat. Shaggy's the shaggy car.
1: Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm pumped for it, and I'm really pumped for the iRacing version to come out because I think it'll put on a hell of a legend car race <laughs> on that track.
2: Yeah, but you know a bunch of buffoons will be taking, like, F1 cars out on that thing.
1: I'll be one of those buffoons. Yep. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. That's the beauty. That's what I really love about iRacing these days is you can just do whatever you want. I spent, before I left to go to Texas, I probably sat on my simulator and just tested by myself for two hours running an IndyCar uh, Bathurst. Yeah. It's It's so much fun. I mean, I ran the day before. I did the actual V8 car and then uh, did an Xfinity car, which I think, obviously, Xfinity doesn't do exhibition races. I think they should. An Xfinity race at Bathurst would be sick.
2: I mean, if you guys are going to do any kind of race, it's probably going to be at New Smyrna or somewhere close to Daytona.
1: Yeah, honestly, I was actually thinking an exhibition race at New Smyrna would be cool just because I watched uh, the Alpha Prime guys with Roger Carruth. Yeah, and testing. so... They're test. They're like blatantly testing. It's a rookie test. So rookies can test. Rookies get one test before the season starts with approval from. NASCAR. Damn,
2: I had a whole thing lined up with the Harmon thing, and now it's. Harmon's no
1: rookie. I mean, he's been in Xfinity longer than most people.
2: Yeah, but taking your actual Xfinity cars out to Rockingham.
1: I mean, they took their actual Xfinity cars out to New Smyrna. I mean, but like I say, it's a rookie test. Like I don't know if you saw. Because I was confused last year, I saw Haley Deegan was testing at Charlotte before the year started, and I was yes. like, "How is that possible?" But then I found confusing. out about the about the rookie testing rules, which I wish I could have done that. I wish JD would get a rookie, so then we could <laughs> get some like data acquisition or something. And if you slipped in there for a couple maybe laps, maybe, I don't know. They were on it though, because uh, this is actually kind of funny. Do they send an official down there? No, but there's lots of pictures taken, but. Like, so what's his name? Caesar Beccarella took a late model down there, and he was kind of showing Roger the line. That's a no-no. You could take a late model anywhere you want to go. I guess. I mean, and, and not to mention, because he had his fire suit on in a picture, people were like, oh. Oh, he's testing. And apparently, uh, the director of the Xfinity series called him and was like, what is up with that? He's like, look. He's got his own late model down here. There's no way Caesar's ever going to fit in Roger's seat. And he's like, "Yeah, you're right."
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what just I mean obvious. Does he really, I mean, cuz he's not why would you do it now? Cuz his first race isn't for like 3 months.
1: Who Roger? Roger. I mean, when else are you going to test? That's true.
2: Are you, do you know if you're staying out on the West Coast for the West Coast
1: swing? I believe so, yeah. We got to get like a Pelican case or something so we could pack this stuff up and throw it in the hauler. I mean, I can use my Pelican case. Oh, well, excellent. I didn't know you had one. I have it for my pit equipment. Well, then you're probably going to be having your pit equipment in the Pelican. Well, then I'll place. just
2: move my pit equipment to a duffel bag.
1: Perfect. That's what we'll do. We'll be broadcasting to you from probably the South Point Hotel Casino in beautiful Las Vegas. I got a lot of stuff to throw on the hauler, because so I must throw my snowboard on the hauler, too. Why? There's a ski resort, or resort, there's a mountain with a pretty sweet terrain park set up, actually. I've, I've recently followed their terrain park page on Instagram, uh, like an hour outside of Vegas. So you're going to be throwing golf clubs, snowboards, and... Should I throw my clubs in there, too? I am. Yeah, might as well. We're going to be
2: out there for three, pretty much two and a half weeks.
1: There's some sick golf courses in Las Vegas, too.
2: I want some cheap ones, though.
1: It's Las Vegas. Everything's cheap. What are you talking about? Uh, There's not going to be a cheap... If you're going to go... They're all going to be expensive. I wouldn't say pick the most expensive one because you're already spending the money, but I'd pick the the best middle-of-the-road one.
2: Wow. Expert analysis here by Bailey Curry. If you're already spending money, why not just spend...
1: I mean, if you're going to spend a a fair amount of money on going to a place, why wouldn't you go to, like, a good one?
2: Well, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, if you're going to spend $1,000, why not spend 1100 That's not how much it's going to cost, obviously, but, like, to get the better experience, you are going to spend spend the 10% more. We need to
2: go to that golf warehouse that's right across from the Strip.
1: It's probably super nice, and it probably has, like, $900 putters in there. <laughs>
2: um, Close. Ridiculous. They got...
1: Deals on balls. That's not, that's actually a good deal. I'll, I'll actually, I'm down for that because I, I, uh. If
2: you get your own rental car, like, we'll be set. I don't
1: know if I get my own rental, Mm. but I could definitely take the team van one day when we're done working on race cars. (laughs) Wow. But if I get the team van for one day, I'm going to Lee Canyon. Right. So it's
2: pretty irrelevant if you get the van anyway. Correct. But. So, do you wanna do you wanna make any predictions? Seeing as this is the first podcast of the
1: yeah season, season two episode one, yeah. Um, no. Oh wow, that's nice. I don't know. I mean i I think there's lots of interesting things with the. I mean, not really in in my part of the industry, but in the cup yep. side. Just with the lack of cars that are built at the moment.
2: Yeah, Denny Hamlin, um, they blew up yesterday. Yeah. First day of a two day test, and they're just like, Yeah,
1: we're gonna go home. Yeah, I saw that. I was watching an interview with uh, Chris Gabart as crew chief. I mean, they probably got all the information they needed, and they're probably like, Well, if we blew up, might as well just go home. There's no point in thrashing and then taking a chance of wrecking the car. I mean, if they already got all the information, it seemed like today wasn't near as much like pack stuff, like it kind of seemed like more I mean, individual things.
2: Yesterday was only like there was a 10 minute session.
1: There was like an actual race though. Or not like a race, but I mean, like there was a, ten,
2: there was a 10 minute session of drafting during the afternoon. And then there was like a 15 minute
1: session. At like night. the night one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then did you see that thing with the 43 cars, all the reverse skew in it? All that skew. That was kind of cool. I don't know how they get it. I mean, obviously I don't think it would pass tech like that. Uh, but if they could figure out how to get it like that at dynamic and keep their tech numbers uh, at tech heights where they're supposed to be pretty neat. Buddy, they'd be cruising. they would be so good. It'd be like Stuart Haas that year. I
2: mean it, it it's looking like the Venerini cars at
1: Pocono. Except the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The opposite way. How about Atlanta? Do you get any you hear any uh news about the test at Atlanta that went on? It's fast. Is it fast? Because they have restricted plates on. It's fast. I've heard with Xfinity cars, it's slow. Why? Because they put you. Put like, plates on. Yeah, super plates. I've heard the trucks are faster than the Xfinity cars. I wouldn't doubt it. Like two seconds faster than the Xfinity oh, car. That's not good. So, hopefully, some change. I wish they just let us run. Wide open? Wide open, dog. Someone would die. They would not die. They would die. So, how would someone die? 215 right. isn't that out of the question. They used to do that at Michigan all the time in cup cars. I mean.
2: Technically, speed has never killed anybody. Speed has not. The stopping. Suddenly coming to a stop is what kills you.
1: Yeah, Matt always comes through with those uh, cliche uh, sayings. I think this is a good place to end. No, I want to keep talking because I. What are think you talking about? Atlanta, dude. I think Atlanta unrestricted, it would be like the most fun racetrack. I've actually heard someone. Oh, I was talking to Stephen Parsons and he was talking to Ty Gibbs and he. <laughs> That's Ty Gibbs told Stefan, and Stefan told me that it was unrestricted. It would be the most fun track on the schedule. But we need to get it. Stefan on here. We can do. We do. Him and his hair.
2: Yeah, he loves his hair.
1: Uh, but <laughs> You'd be going like 215 in the turn one, I think, in an Xfinity car, which would yeah, be just,
2: sick. Just lose a right front at 215, and then...
1: you got to go up 28 degrees of banking. That'll slow you down. To 193. And then people hit the hot wall, 193 all the time. I'm not scared of it. Who cares? I'm not scared. I'm not driving any of the cars. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you get into racing, like, you know it's dangerous. If you're getting in a car worried about getting hurt, you should probably stop racing. That's when you. That's when you yeah. do get hurt. Yeah. It's like uh, like uh, in Days of Thunder. When Harry and Cole are in the garage, he's like, ooh, get out of that race car. Ooh, uh. That did happen, though. <laughs> that did happen. Yeah,
2: <laughs> a bunch of those stories did happen in real life.
1: Yeah, that was what made the movie cool. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll end it there. I'm sorry if we sounded distracted because uh, yeah. Chili Bowl is Chili on. Bowl's on. I know in the video we're just going to be facing the TV the whole time. <laughs> I am. I know for sure. But uh, I've been trying really hard not to. And the Rico comments don't help. Yeah, we fired off with that. You might as well just bleep that whole thing out. What are you scared now? I'm not scared. I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to let, let it roll. roll. I've listening it, to uh, some Barstool podcast, and they're always like, Oh yeah, we'll cut this out. Like, every episode, they have, like, two of those, and they're always in there, because in there. clearly, because they say cut this out. Yeah. But uh, Winnie, great job. Yeah, thank you, Winnie, for being the interim guest. And we were uh, honored and blessed to have you this evening. Yep. She just came in and took over Bailey's couch. Yeah, Matt, thanks for not cussing too much. I might have dropped one, but the Sammy Swindell comments were worth it, so. Yeah. Uh, Jack Hewitt, that's another good one. They, there's all the old school guys like they just cuss on the mic and it's sick. Like they don't care. They just, just it, you know they
2: just have no regard for.
1: I just can't humanity. I just can't uh, take one of those fines if I ever get interviewed.
2: Oh, that guy's done.
1: Yeah, he went way out. But yeah, that's it. Sorry, <laughs> we're we're so distracted. Somebody just got or someone just hey, put him in the wall. Put him in the wall. And we're ending this episode of. of Right now, we're ending it. Uh, Y'all have a good one, and uh, thank you for listening. Why are we laughing? Because it's funny.
0: Eric E. Step here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at ForneyInd.com, that's fourney, Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com,
1: or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.